0: A zombie I've been
1: bitten. Ah! you're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere
0: zombies ate my podcast
1: hello and welcome to zombies ate my podcast i'm your host ryan murphy and joining me as always my co-host the busy zombie lord lou page how's it going lou let's
0: kill some zombies tonight huh
1: oh man i mean right to it because we've got lots to do lots of news lots of walking dead to talk about so excited uh well yeah let's get into the news
0: has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly.
1: All right. You probably did not see this coming, uh, although if you're a fan of zombies, you saw this coming. But lots of Days Gone news yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy.
0: Yeah. It, 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 like I, When we talked about this game, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. I said I was going to wait for it to go down in price, and it took its sweet-ass time going down in price. And by the time it got down in price, there was hints it might come to PC. Well, it looks like those new rumors are true. May 18th, it's coming to PC.
1: Yeah, it's going to be coming to PC. Uh, There's a Steam link that we'll have in the show notes, and they detailed a bunch of the features, widescreen support, uh, like ultra-widescreen support, um, up to 4K, like frame rate, 60 frames per second all that fun stuff for you lovely pc owners and um i'm hoping fingers crossed i know horizon uh, the first sony pc offering had its fair share of issues i'm hoping they learned a lot from that and we have a solid out of the gate version uh of days gone on pc fingers crossed but uh i'm gonna pull up the price here because I, I i believe it is a bucks. discount yeah so 50, it's bucks. 50
0: bucks and in recommendation, uh, if you check it out on fanatical, it looks like it's 42.
1: There you go. Yeah, for sure. You being a PC game, you're probably going to find some, some deals. And I'll say this. I did play days gone. I played it on a launch PS4. And even with those performance issues, I had a blast with this game. And if you have PlayStation plus right now, and you have a PlayStation console, you have access to days gone. You can add it to your library at no additional cost. And if you have a PlayStation 5, you can do the same through the PlayStation Plus collection. So no excuses now. (laughs) I mean, especially if you have a PC, you can go pick this thing up and play it in just a couple weeks. And Lou, I really do look forward to hearing your thoughts uh, because I I really dug this game. Um, But there's a few people who didn't, mainly the people at PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, what they did not dig was the sales, and there was a huge Schreier report that went out on Bloomberg that talked a lot about the internal going-ons at PlayStation, which included the fact that Ben's studio, the studio behind Days Gone, was kind of being uh, moved around a lot and essentially working on some Uncharted projects, and uh, they've since been taken off of that, but the big news here in relation to Days Gone is that a pitch was made for Days Gone 2, and I'll say this, the ending of Days Gone sets up a sequel in a way, and I talked about this on the Gamers Inn, it sets it up in a way where it's very hard in the zombie genre, you have two endings. You have the everybody dies ending, or certain people live and they and they move on to the next you have the Walking Dead ending, where it just keeps yeah. going. Right. And some people die, but you know, a good cast of characters lives on uh, to to continue killing zombies um and in days gone 2 they had a variation of that ending but there was this twist that i think added an interesting perspective and uh could change things with a sequel but the sequel was not um it was canceled It, it did not make it through the pitch process and sony decided to go in a different direction with ben's studio which is very upsetting to me because i really wanted that sequel now lou yeah. does this does not disappoint you to know that
0: it disappoints me because as much as i didn't play this game it was more of a i didn't want to risk the 60 bucks on something i was unsure of um and i know a lot of people that did enjoy this game so i mean like i said I, i'm not against this game but when i heard it was possibly coming to pc i was like well my playstation 4 is not even hooked up anymore so why would i spend 20 bucks on this game if it's not a done deal I'll I'll wait for for PC then and now that it's coming to PC I think I kind of want to pick it up I don't know if I'll pick it up for 50 bucks but I definitely go to my wish list in the next Steam sale that happens I'm definitely going to probably pick it up um but the fact that it's not getting a sequel it's not a done deal to me it doesn't mean I won't play the game it just means oh well hopefully it'll sell better on PC and maybe they'll change their mind
1: yeah, I would love to see them change their mind and and to see a sequel. I, I guess the pitch for Days Gone two was pretty ambitious, and and honestly, I would have been happy with just another version, more of the same. Yeah, more Days Gone with better hardware.
0: That's my biggest gripe with sequels. Is I do like the sequels that push the boundaries a little bit more than the last game, but if you want to just give me another game with the same mechanics and the same thing, there's no reason for you to 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 there's no reason to what's the saying? There's no reason to basically remake the game every single time you want to do it. You don't have to go back to the drawing board again. Just maybe change a few mechanics or do something small and give me something else in the same universe, same graphics. You don't need to rewrite, to recreate the wheel every time.
1: And I, I think that's where The Last of Us Part Two, keeping it in the zombie conversation, took the gameplay from the first one, iterated on it and improved upon it, and delivered what was a, a truly fun experience of gameplay and uh, i know one of the, the biggest issues people had with the first last of us was the gameplay had its issues and i think days gone with better hardware and, and i think the pc version could show this like with proper hardware to support you know the horde system they had with the zombies it was really cool like i remember and i lo- i love giant mom i listen to the bombcast every week and they're great. I've been listening since their inception. But when Days Gone came up, it was that typical response to the zombie genre of like, uh, oh, zombies it's so overdone. And I'm like, it really kind of isn't like there's only so much good zombie content, right?
0: I would agree. Maybe 10 years ago, I'd have said, yeah, there's too much zombie content. But I will tell you right now, I feel like we've been in a slight drought for like the last decade. Yeah,
1: I think so. I, And that's what I'm getting at, is basically, like, a lot of people pushed this game aside because it had zombies in it because it was going the traditional zombie route. It was you surviving, like, the zombie takeover what, of the my, world. My,
0: uh, my other gripe is, is I think that they did a trailer maybe a year or two before the game came out that showed a bunch of zombies on screen, and it was really cool. But then after that, I don't remember seeing many cool trailers for this game it was like they showed a trailer two years and then two years later they're like oh yeah that game is here and I think at that point I think Sony had done a bad job marketing this
1: they did about ba- yeah you're absolutely correct Sony dropped the ball on marketing this because the reception from critics was kind of like oh this is this is probably not going to be good and you know it didn't review particularly well I believe it was kind of middle of the road to, an, you know, average to maybe on a good experience from from a critic's point of view. But the players loved it. It developed a really strong sort of, maybe not strong enough, but a good player base. And I know on the Gamers Inn, Jocelyn and I both loved it. And it, it just, it was fun to play. And now I see people, you know, enjoying it on their PS5. It's great.
0: My biggest gripe is, is that this was going to be a new title. It wasn't going to be a sequel to something. It wasn't going to be it was going to be a new headline product and for them to not throw all their marketing to it uh, i i think that that was probably one of the reasons that i hesitated yeah and i i
1: I totally see that because i agree with you the marketing really fell flat after the first two unveilings at e3 um and it showed like the game just kind of launched the critics you know
0: and I, I, and we discussed it prior to the show, but I think the fact that this came out in twenty nineteen and we talked about it when it came out in twenty nineteen, but you know, it came out middle of twenty nineteen. The fact that as soon as twenty twenty hit, we hit a pandemic, I can imagine that that even in the long term numbers this didn't sell well afterwards.
1: No. I, I it's from tough. what I
0: understand, a lot of a lot of post apocalyptic post-apocalyptic stuff has not sold real well uh since the pandemic well uh,
1: yeah it's tough it's definitely a tough market right now and uh it shows like on our last episode with with bob and you both having not played the last of us part two and i certainly don't blame you just due to the the global climate of uh of there being a a pandemic going on it's not
0: uh, like I, I will say like i said it again one of the reasons i didn't play it is i felt the ending to the first game was perfect uh, maybe i'll play it the sequel down the road but in all honesty with everything else going on i don't need another tearjerker to play
1: yeah i think you should play the sequel but i agree with you wait wait till you're in a good headspace because it goes it goes some places um but before we jump over to last of us because we do have a little tidbit for the last of us Um, one final days gone story. And I know Lou and I are going to have some things to say on this one. And I want to be careful to just quote this exactly as it said in this article. So, um, the writer and creative director of days gone says that players shouldn't quote, complain if a game doesn't get a sequel, if they didn't buy it at quote, at, uh, (laughs) at bleepin full price. Now this was a interview on the David Jaffe YouTube channel with uh john garvin um and he was asked about the game's debut on sony's playstation plus subscription and uh actually i should have just read the quote it's like if you love a game buy it at full price i can't tell you how many times i've seen gamers say yeah i got that on sale i got it through playstation plus whatever and you know he does say in his quote like this is gonna piss some people off and i'm sure it did um it pissed me off I th- I think, like, it can be easy for folks to see this and just go, ah, angry. And I think this goes to, sh- like, everything's about making money. You look at movies. If a movie doesn't perform well in the theaters at, quote-unquote, launch, it normally does not see a sequel, like, if it's a big budget project. And,
0: and, I, and I totally understand it. Uh, to, to me... The thing that pisses me off about his comment is it doesn't take into context anything else that happened at the same time this game came out. They re- Didn't, like, three other big titles come out at the same time as this?
1: Um, well, the you're not wrong in that sentiment in that the year before you had Spider-Man and God of War, and this was, like, the next big Sony first-party game. And I remember that being a part of our conversation, uh on the gamers in was like if this was an xbox game people would be all over it but because it's a playstation game and it's following in the steps of god of war and spider-man it's a tough act to follow and i think you're absolutely right the struggle here and the struggle you can hear in the words of of this uh, creative director who does not work at ben's studio anymore um is that I think Sony's expectations were way too high and the game performed like it made back its budget and some probably because they didn't spend it on marketing, but uh,
0: yeah. It's a tough uh, and, one. And, and while I can respect that he thinks the game should sell at full price, he doesn't take into consideration the market saturation or any of the other problems that may have come along at the same time his game got released. Maybe it was just middling reviews and lack of marketing that your game didn't sell. Uh, and and it's also, I think it's unrealistic for a game that has no fan. How can you be a fan base of a game, have a fan base of a game that doesn't exist yet? Uh, I, I, I It's one of my biggest gripes with companies like Ubisoft. Ubisoft puts out the legendary must have collector's edition and they word it as in like the iconic hat that this character wears. How is it iconic? The game's not even out yet. Nobody gives a crap.
1: It's on the box, man.
0: It's like it's it's bad marketing, and so for him to be like, well, people didn't buy this game. Sure, they didn't buy the game because nobody knew what it was yet. Get it in some players' hands before you go. If the sequel doesn't sell, then yeah, blame fans that didn't go out and buy it right away. But when you're a new a new product like this, you can't just blame the blame the fans why your game didn't sell well and you didn't get a sequel. That's not fair.
1: It's definitely not fair to blame fans on their own. I think what should have and should have been said is that like PlayStation should have given this, Sony should have given this game a chance. And I remember this story really reminds me a lot of there was a lot of stories. Uh, there was a recent report maybe a year or so ago um, by Schreier about Blizzard and Diablo and Diablo Three launched and had its fair share of issues. They fixed those issues, released an expansion. That expansion was well received, and everyone's like, "Oh, of course, we're going to get one more expansion because, you know, um, Reaper of Souls or whatever it was called was amazing." And it and it was. It was a big improvement. And no, they had canceled the expansion before the other expansion came out for sale because of of the they didn't believe in it and they didn't even give it a chance. And this yeah. to me feels like a very similar situation where you have Sony and it, this was in the Schreier report focusing on games that are going to make not back not just make back their budget but make millions and millions and millions of dollars and be and that I, like triple A thing.
0: And I can't blame them but it seems surprising for me with Sony because Sony takes more risks I find than a lot of companies. So it surprises me to find that Sony, Sony. Maybe this is the one game Sony didn't take the take the, the thing to, but I can think of a dozen other games that Sony took risks with and it paid out.
1: Yeah. Well, dude, we didn't even put this in the notes, but related to these stories, there's a Last of Us remake coming. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's and I and again, it's uh, the story behind it is interesting in that you have a studio that was mostly support. And they wanted to make their own games and what better way to make your own games and showcase your talent than by remaking a game, you know, Sony is going to greenlight because it's the freaking last of us. Yeah. And I get that.
0: I get that, but I'm, I, I, I will tell fans right now, I'm totally not going to play last of us again and buy it again. Not happening. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not even going to run out and buy a PlayStation five right now. It's not, it's not even on my, it's not even in my cards.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I can't tell you, I I am torn on a Last of Us remake. I think if if it's bundled with uh, a, an enhanced version of Last of Us Part Two, maybe I would like to play through the Last of Us again. But like, I'm not necessarily like itching to do it. And the idea that it that it is a remake makes me feel a lot better because we already have a remaster. That's the kicker here. Um, and it'll be like one of the first games to arrive on like three generations of. Of hardware although you know don't tell nintendo that fact they've been doing it for years um but they don't yeah anyways it's wild it's crazy but we're not going to move away from the last of us just yet uh because we have news of who will be playing tommy in the hbo series and that will be gabriel luna you may remember him from agents of shield he played uh he played ghost rider ghost rider thank you i couldn't remember for like his, a season
0: i think it was like a season or a season and a half
1: yeah and i liked what i saw of it
0: they were originally he they even did a pilot they were going to give him his own spinoff but it was right as the fox uh fox uh disney deal went through and disney pulled the plug on it
1: yeah yeah they and you know i'm fine with that because honestly i want disney to have all their marvel stuff in one big pot i like that a lot better um we were kind of talking about this pre-show about like, oh, it's casting news. And and I felt Tommy was a character that's like, this might be the only character outside of Joel and Ellie that kind of, you know, warrants a discussion on the show in that like, I think Gabriel Luna will be a fantastic Tommy. I had forgotten Tommy was younger than Joel because I'm like, oh, yeah, he's way younger than Pedro Pascal. and I, And I guess it's really hard to see him playing Tommy, but although in the first last of us, like it kind of fits yeah, and he seems to be on the younger side, like the actor. So like it could make the start of the apocalypse scenes a lot easier to shoot. And like, it's probably easier to age, look them, look, make them look older than to make them look younger is basically yep. where I'm getting at.
0: Yeah. And uh, I saw this and I was like, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Makes sense. Like that, that was kind of my thing. I was like, okay, let, uh, uh, let's see a trailer.
1: Exactly. And, Yeah. Speaking of that, this will probably be the last time we bring it up unless there's any breaking news or there's a trailer, which uh, which is uh, is a rule, a hard and fast rule. So no more casting news, no more rumors. We're just going to get a trailer at some point in the near future. And speaking of trailers, we got we got a decent trailer this time around for Army of the Dead. And I was kind of on the fence about Army of the Dead until this new trailer came and I'm like, okay, I'm back in. This looks amazing.
0: I had a funny feeling before this trailer even came out. I had a funny feeling that this was the kind of movie we were getting. And then the trailer came and I went, yep, this is what I wanted. This is exactly what we're going to get. Um, it looks like Army of the Dead is literally, it's not it's not going to make be a thinky movie. It's not going to be uh, like, it's not going it, to, it, there's going to be some character development. It, there's going to be lots of killing zombies and it's going to be, a, a, a rampage through las vegas killing zombies and th- i'm down for two hours of that
1: yeah exactly and you know dave batista looks great um great editing uh we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh john dory later on in the episode
0: he makes makes he makes one little ke- appearance in this trailer which makes me think he won't survive the whole movie but that's okay
1: that makes me happy not i was gonna say it makes me happy that john dory the the, the character uh or the actor is going to be that I can't remember his name. Um,
0: it's it, Garrett Dillon.
1: D- yeah, thank you. I was like Dur- Durant. No, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited that he's in the he's in this show. I did not realize he had been cast in it, but I cannot wait. And I mean, I will continue to tease until so there was a little bit of rumbling in Discord. Just going to say, folks, go to our Discord bit.ly/slash/discord. There's some fun community stuff cooking there for Army of the Dead all I'm gonna say until we get some finite details.
0: Yeah, there's finite details, but uh, I might make some of them. I might not make make others, but yes,
1: yeah, I, I also have to get involved to, to know that I can make it. But if you're a podcast listener and you don't want to come, you don't want to go into the discord, you may or may not hear the results of said community rumbling. So, yes. um, we're gonna we're to try our darndest to make this work and and if it, if it works and it's a lot of fun. This is a release on Netflix, so it's very easy to do some fun community stuff with. It. And that's all I'll say. I probably said too much, but Army of the Dead, yeah, yeah. go check out that trailer. It's fantastic. All right, Lou, one last story. And boy, howdy, do we have some video game news? Because <sighs> Capcom had a Resident Evil showcase and announced
0: stuff. <laughs> it, it announced a lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff was like, yeah, okay. yeah i can't say that this uh, a this wowed me um we're gonna get a new uh village uh game uh demo and it sounds like you're gonna let us play for a a lot longer than the last demo and uh that's that sounds exciting but again um that it's only for select audiences and select things and it's super picky and i'm like okay great people are gonna get to play this a little early awesome and then they said oh yeah you know that thing that came out with resident evil 3 remake uh, uh the reverse thing yeah yeah yeah. we're gonna do more of that and i was like yeah nobody plays that it's okay yeah and uh, and villagers is getting a mercenary mode which was weird
1: yeah oh i some people were excited about that and i'm like I've never liked the extra Resident Evil modes. They were never I my have jam. Always,
0: I always liked the Mercenary mode, like in 4 and 5. I thought those were fun. But they didn't do it in 6, if I remember correctly. Or I never got far enough in 6 to lock it to unlock it, because <laughs> that game was crap. <laughs> uh, and, and, and they didn't do it in 7. So it seems weird to me that they're doing it in Village. I mean... If it's good, I'll play it, but I'm not gonna expect much from it. It's not a selling point for me.
1: Yeah. Um the the big news is I mean, obviously Resident Evil 7 is launching on on May 7th, I believe. Uh or is it 8th? Oh, man, I should know this. Um anyways, it's coming out first week of May. So there was like not a lot of news there, but they announced some really weird stuff for the demo. And I mean, the easiest way to report this is basically all platforms are going to get a um, one hour demo of Resident Evil seven on May 2nd, and that will include 30 minutes of what they're calling castle and or no, yeah, 30 minutes of castle and 30 minutes of village. Um, If you're a PlayStation owner, PlayStation four or five, the previous demo was exclusive to the PlayStation five, it was like a visual tech demo. Um, if you have the PS4 or PS5, you can download a demo that you can play on Saturday. So this past Saturday, they had an eight hour window where you could play 30 minutes of village, which was a snippet in the village portion of village. And then this Saturday, you can play a 30 minute portion during an eight hour window of castle, which is, um, the mode where you see, uh, uh, the the really tall lady walking around chasing you, the, the Mr. X of this game, if you will. Um, or Mrs. X, I guess, is probably a better way to put it. So that all weirdness aside, any platform can access the demo on May 2nd. There's no limitations of when you can play it, but it is still a half hour of each segment. Um, I, I can say this. I played the Village. I have a PlayStation 5. I played the, the Village portion of the demo. I can't shoot worth worth shit uh but i still love the resident evil puzzles there's a couple in there they kind of have a um they've kind of opened it up a little bit where it's like the village is more of an open area so you can kind of walk around with a map and stuff so that was really cool to see but i just can't shoot the monsters were too quick and i just ended up having to run past which was maybe what i had to do um that's where i struggle is like i can't defend myself worth the garbage in this game
0: and uh it, 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 it there's definitely a learning curve to seven so if eight is using the same thing gameplay i'm sure that there's going to be a learning curve again for me because it, it doesn't is, play yeah. like a it doesn't play like a typical first person shooter and it doesn't play like a typical resident evil game there is definitely a learning curve so i mean i'm excited to get my hands on it hopefully soon um you know it'll be coming to pc here soon in a minute so
1: yeah, so you'll be able to access the demo. Um, uh, you'll be able to access the demo on May second.
0: I uh, won't bother with the demo. I will buy.
1: Well, there you go. You'll be able to access it on May seventh. Then, there you go. Um, other stuff announced uh, was the fact that, uh, and this has been followed up via Oculus. They did a game showcase. Resident Evil Four is getting a VR mode, which was part of the leaks that Capcom, Capcom experienced. Um, this is not the supposed remake of Resident Evil four. This is, uh, although there's a lot of work that's gone into this. Um, they did, they announced a bunch of the work they did. It, it sounds crazy, but, um, Resident Evil four VR is coming to Oculus quest two, they have a new trailer for the netflix cgi series infinite darkness but no no release date
0: the the cgi thing i was excited for that until i saw how long the trailer is it's a minute and it literally shows you almost nothing (laughs) almost 30 seconds of it is literally being like resident evil and then it shows you like two seconds of of leon talking to claire and then the trailer ends and i was like yeah okay. I, I, lo- I love Capcom. I can't say I can't express enough how much I enjoy all of Capcom's games, but I keep feeling like in their marketing lately, they, they they really need to go back to the drawing board and talk to somebody about putting together better trailers for stuff.
1: Exactly. I I think um I don't know when that's coming out. I would guess summer uh, if I had to put a put my money on it.
0: Um, I think it's not coming in May. I think it's coming in June or July. Because that's going to Netflix, as far as I know.
1: It is Netflix,
0: uh, and um, Netflix announced all their titles for May, and it is not in the May release. Um, my guess is it's going to be a June or July release. I uh, yeah. will, I think, we'll definitely get it before the summer's over.
1: But you wouldn't want to step on Army of Dead with more zombie content, so.
0: No, um, no, no, sense. no. I th- I think, I think, definitely think that they're going to use that as a selling point.
1: Yeah, And the last piece of news, which we don't have a lot of details on, was the crossover between uh, Dead by Daylight and Resident Evil. So there will be a Resident Evil DLC chapter for Dead by Daylight. And uh, we talked about this on The Gamer's End because Jocelyn's a huge fan of Dead by Daylight. Um, now, me being a kind of a uh, somewhat knowledgeable Resident Evil fan, we were trying to figure out who would be the monster and we were kind of jumping between i was jumping between do you think they go the village lady uh (laughs) i i have her name right in front of me i just know i'm gonna butcher it they'll
0: go with something more iconic it'll be nemesis
1: you think it'll be yeah i I was thinking about that and nemesis seems to be like nemesis is the most iconic
0: it'll it'll either be nemesis or birkin
1: oh i hope they don't do birkin but but i can see that um or tyrant
0: it's gonna be one of those. I don't think it'll be anything from the new game yet.
1: Yeah, yeah I can see that. Like, I think like L- Lady uh, Demetrios. We again,
0: don't know enough.
1: Yeah, we don't know enough about her. But I will say that this was the argument I had on the on the show about who the who the killer could be. In that, if you go with the lady from Resident Evil Village, she has more personality, more character, which to me makes a better choice however when you look at dead by daylight a lot of those killers don't have personality don't have character the character comes from the property they're based on like yep F- freddy has character because it's freddy yes, not because yeah, yeah. they've built it into the game so jason
0: doesn't have character because he's jason
1: yeah yeah, and he's also not in the game but but i
0: yeah he has his own game
1: he does yeah it didn't sell well exactly um so yeah but i thought like mr x might be a good one and that like he's more iconic recently I,
0: i think it's gonna be somebody like that i don't think it'll be anybody from anything new it certainly won't be anybody from seven
1: yeah i don't Maybe it'll be the grandma from seven. Um, I don't
0: think it, if they were going to pick a character from seven, it would be the father because he's the most iconic of those villains. Oh, um, that'd be cool, but I don't think they'll go that way. I think it's going to be simple, they're going to it's going to be Mr. X, or it's going to be Birkin, or it's going to be uh, 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 Nemesis. I mean, I. I don't think you they won't do something. It won't. It's going to be something that sells and doing something from the new game doesn't necessarily mean it will sell.
1: I don't know, man. The internet is on fire with that. uh, The village lady. So
0: yeah, but, but remember you also have to add heroes to run away from them. And there's way more classic resident evil characters that you could include. to have run away. If, if, if this is coming to dead by daylight, on may 25th and resident evil eight has only just came out i i they're gonna go with something old it will not be it will not be uh be the new game
1: okay and the next the next part of that was as you mentioned the survivors and i try i racked my brain like usually the survivors are like panicked run away work on generators you know as quietly as possible and then freak out type characters and are there those characters in resident evil they're all like kind of like oh we're gonna do this we're gonna shoot some zombies you know and all of them kind of got their shit together right
0: hey who knows maybe this will change the game a little bit and give you some combat against the villain
1: i uh, i mean yeah that's a tough sell i think for that game uh because you you'd have to you'd be breaking a lot i mean i don't think they've and i was trying to rack my brain like who do you who do you pick like i'm
0: terrible at that game i played three ch- i played three times when it first came out and i said yeah no i'm not playing this again yeah now there I'm was, terrible
1: yeah well so am i there is some um there is some precedence for just adding a killer in a map so that could also be the case but i really feel like the way they hyped up the crossover it felt like it was going to be the whole thing like you know killers and survivors and you talk about iconic. Like, I wonder if they just find a way to shoehorn, you know, Jill and Chris in there and just like deal with the consequences of them running from the monsters. Um, you, I
0: mean, yeah. the, the the easiest thing is they could make it tyrant, and then make it be all the original heroes from the first game. Yeah, yeah, you because that's that. how the end the end of the game is. Is there's a tyrant at the end. And you kind of have to blow them up with a rocket launcher and get away in the helicopter. They could make a map that's running through the mansion and you have to find the escape route out of the mansion before the tyrant gets you.
1: Yeah. What if you did Ethan and you finally got to see his face?
0: Never going to (laughs) happen.
1: All right. Well, with that, we are going to move into our topic and we're going to talk about The Walking Dead.
0: So the point of this is There were consequences to me seeing Red. Seeing Red was a bad thing then. I was a bad man then. But see, now nobody's suing anybody. Nobody's getting fired. Hell, nobody's keeping score. Now, when I see Red, it's just a question of what I am capable of. And well, man, I hate to break it to you. See, I am starting to think that I am capable of damn near anything. So this...
1: This is for not killing me. that's right the Walking this Dead
0: in the three episodes yeah
1: for sure I had to pick something from the Negan episode and and this was gonna be it uh, this was uh, the last three episodes of season 10 uh, 20 episode 22 through 20 or sorry episode 20 through 22 and uh, it starts off with an episode titled splinter uh, which features our characters running into the Commonwealth or what we assume is the Commonwealth and then Diverged, which dealt a lot with Carol and Daryl again, and finally the uh, the quote episode, "Here's Negan." Lou, where do you want to start with this? Let's start with Splinter. All right, let's, let's just go, go in order. order.
0: Yeah. Um. So my big thing takeaway from Splinter is it focused it on our new character, Princess, and that was fine. But it only took me about maybe her first conversation with supposedly talking to uh. Somebody threw the hole in her, in her, her train before I said this isn't real, and it, it only took me a second. And then when uh, she pulled away the board and went out to talk to uh, uh,
1: uh, Eugene,
0: Eugene, I went, "This is not real. This is all in her head." And that was cemented into me when Ezekiel comes down through the ceiling. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I was right all along. This is definitely not real. And um, and then uh, there's not a lot that happens in this episode. I mean, if you really think about it, she argues about whether or not somebody's going to get taken away, they get taken away. Is she getting medical treatment? Then i not answering her questions. Then she goes and talks to, talks to Eugene, and Eugene goes, no, 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 stay calm. No, 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 stay calm. No, 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 stay calm. And then she doesn't then she gets interviewed by that guy and the guy goes what's your questions what's your questions what's your questions and i mean the questions he's asking technically she doesn't even know the answers to any of them you know mm-hmm. like she doesn't know where they came from she doesn't know exactly why they're there she kind of knows that there was a thing he was supposed to meet somebody but that's really all she she knows she doesn't have anything to tell them and she goes i don't telling you anything i'm not telling you anything and then they kind of rough her up a little bit and throw her back in the thing and i was like Well, that was pointless. You should have just told them you don't know anything. And then Ezekiel shows up. And she argues with Ezekiel. And they supposedly are going to make an escape for it. And then that guard comes in. And you realize that Ezekiel's not there. It's her beating the crap out of the guard. And my favorite moment is when the guard goes, my gun's not even loaded.
1: Oh, I missed that bit.
0: He says to her at one point, she's pointing the gun at him. And he goes, as much as, you know, he says something to her. Like, in other words... Can you not point that at me? It's not even loaded. And she goes, wait, what? And he's like, I'm I'm just here to intimidate you. I'm not here to hurt you or something like that. He goes, they didn't even send me here with a loaded gun. Mm. I'm just supposed to bring you food. And at that point, I was like, of course he doesn't have a loaded gun. This is a trick. And then lo and behold, when he opens up the gate, her friends are waiting there with hoods over their head. And this was all set up to get her information from her
1: yeah i think for me with this episode i had forgotten um that princess had been alone for so long and and may have been suffering from uh you know some some delusions and some hallucinations and stuff like that um i think her head was in the right you know space uh she wanted to save her friends she wanted to protect these these newfound friends um but I didn't. It, I didn't it see it coming. Certainly,
0: it, it certainly didn't make me think that the Commonwealth, if that's who this is, is full of decent people.
1: Yeah, that's what really kind it, of frustrated me. Is that
0: it didn't make me. I was. I was always under the impression because I haven't read this far into the comic. I was always under the impression that the Commonwealth was a bad guy, but they almost weren't a bad guy. You know what I mean? That that they were almost exactly what we want from society but there was just enough wrong with them that you went "Ooh, no and so seeing that this is how they treat new people that find them it makes me go oh so were the what who's the people that took rick uh, crm see
1: yeah. and which are really bad like those are yeah the...
0: and so and so my whole thought was like oh this is gonna be regular walking dead crm okay <laughs> it is kind of like it's it's hard to
1: tell from what we're seeing in this episode um it really felt like in the conversations between Princess and the guard in the train car that the commonwealth they never say commonwealth we're just we're just assuming from the comics they they have the stormtrooper armor and everything um but like it felt like man they're setting these guys up as the good guys they and they just have these protocols but then the end is like oh no wait um they're they they might or possibly may be bad like the hoods don't really spell we're the good guys you know um right. and we got that from the crm as
0: well like you know they're not torching villages again, this, but this whole episode is just a teaser for next season yeah but it didn't make me excited for this part of the plot line unlike some of the unlike some of the other story other episodes
1: yeah like i'm trying to think um like i, I clipped some stuff from from the, like i like princess i feel like she might be like the new Negan. I like,
0: I, I like her as a character, but I wanted to tone it down just a little.
1: <laughs> she has her moments. I mean, you mentioned Eugene was in this episode and he has an he has a pretty golden Eugenism. To be blunt Jerome, or all my folk are counting on me to be a cross between Santa Claus and a guardian angel, if you will. So I I loved that. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Uh you know, Princess uh she she makes some some comments about uh, side effects, uh, like basically talking about her uh, her conditions. I'm not crazy if that's what you're thinking. I mean, there's the ADHD, the anxiety, the PTSD, the depression, the crushing loneliness, and the active imagination that helps me cope with all of that. But like, maybe that's the only sane response to an insane world.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was one of my favorite lines of the whole episode. Because... Uh, I figured out that that Ezekiel wasn't there and I'm like oh crazy lady's gonna beat the crap out of this guy I can't imagine what this guy is thinking
1: <laughs> yeah I and I <laughs> and thought the actor was great and,
0: and when he responds to her being like are you talking to me or are you talking to an imaginary person again <laughs> I was like I was like that's awesome
1: yeah there's a when, lot of great but, stuff in it, this well, one
0: like it was it was great but it all the great stuff was towards the End of the episode, I felt like the buildup of the episode was a lot of slow buildup. And that's fine. It's another episode. Like I said, I didn't love this episode. I didn't hate this episode. It was just another episode. Uh, but again, it didn't excite me for the Commonwealth as a villain. It no. made me go, okay, I want to see a villain that's not necessarily a villain but becomes a villain. Um, you know, I think Fear the Walking Dead did it more interestingly. Uh, we met the, uh, I forget what Virginia's group calls themselves. The key key, key people, key. Uh, th- no, they call them the pioneers or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, the pioneers. And,
0: and, and they call themselves the pioneers. And when you meet them, you immediately think they're a villain. And then when she incorporates people into their community, you see that maybe they're not necessarily bad. They're just going about things a different way. And the fact that they wanted to kill your heroes made them bad. But it's like two sides of the same coin kind of thing. And you don't want... You're not necessarily mad at the people that work for her. You're more mad at her as a villain. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. Because, you know, Dory is a cop. and, and, And Strand is the army guy. And she's got june being the medic that travels around and repairs people like that's all really interesting and it tells you that they may not necessarily be bad people you know what i mean yeah whereas the commonwealth shows up and you go oh yeah this is just another walking dead villain cut and paste
1: yeah i and i think and, with when they and added... i'm hoping
0: that I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case i would love to be let me i would love to be proven wrong i would love that the first episode of next season be them being brought into the commonwealth uh bags pulled over their head and then maybe kind of being made part of society or being not interrogated by somebody but being sat down and talked to by somebody i would love to find out that that eugene was not led there uh as a ploy by a villain well, i would love <laughs> for eugene to actually be there and them being like yeah well we were surprised that you didn't come alone
1: I'll say this, uh, you might not get your wish, because this is... I'm going to play a little snippet of the season 11 promo. Why are you here? I was on the road with my traveling companions. Do you consider
0: yourself a fundamentally honest person? Yes. Have you ever been vaccinated for the measles? Would you like the dates?
1: So, uh, it's pretty much heading in the direction that you don't want it to head. They're just going to continue interrogating him.
0: And that's what I don't like.
1: Yeah, I feel you on that. I think, like, this episode sets up the Commonwealth in a very, like... I don't get the sense that outside of, you know, seriously injuring uh, y- Yukumi... Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, really hurt her at the beginning. And I think that kind of sets up, like, oh, these guys are, these guys aren't fooling around. But really, like, you can still kind of say, okay, maybe they're just being very protective of what they have. And they seem to have a lot, considering you know they've they've got armor they've got weapons they've got ammo like they they really seem to have it together in that in that fashion but um yeah i don't know we'll see more of it i, I just had one more thing i wanted to ask you did you catch the the romero zombies yes yeah uh, listen to this and see if see if the listeners can catch it as well
0: not from me
1: i just it sounded like talking zombies
0: yeah and 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 they were strapped together with the 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 board i was like oh yeah they're weaponizing zombies of course they are
1: yeah and that's my struggle is like you've got crm and you've got commonwealth like are they just going to be sort of the same and
0: then and then we've got the pioneers with 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 fear and we've also run across other v- groups, and it's like there's always a new group. And why haven't the two bad groups run into each other?
1: Oh, I, I think we're gonna get that with the final season. We're gonna get CRM and Commonwealth.
0: I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's what's gonna happen.
1: And interesting uh, to see.
0: And like I said, not a great episode, not a bad episode, just a meh episode. It, it didn't. I I have a lot to say about the next episode.
1: Well, let's talk about the next one, which is. Uh, diverged and it features uh, Carol and Daryl literally going their opposite ways via a forked path. And uh, you get a, yeah,
0: my, my, my entire opinion of this is, I hope that this is not a backdoor pilot for <laughs> Carol and, uh, and, 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 uh uh, 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 what's his name? Daryl. Daryl, I hope that this is not a backdoor pilot for their show because, boy, do I not care.
1: Well, the funny thing about this, you know, we had the the backdoor pilot joke last episode because there was an episode that featured Daryl and Carol. And it's very hard to call either of these backdoor pilots because the entire episode they spend split apart. And I would think the duo spinoff series that's coming is going to have them on screen most of the time. So if these two episodes are kind of setting up the repairing of their relationship.
0: It's sad for me because I like both these characters, and I think that they've had. Uh, I think that they've had plenty of screen time. Mm-hmm. My gripe is they get so much screen time now that Rick is gone that I don't care about them.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: You know what I mean. And the fact that they've announced a Daryl and Carol show says to me, well, then they're safe. You know what I mean
1: yeah oh of course yeah they're safe
0: so they're yeah. safe so uh, there's no th- th- there's no investment for me because they're clearly there's clearly something gonna happen there's clearly gonna be a reason that they need to leave and uh you know the world moves on and and uh, my whole thought with the whole episode is you know what they're gonna do with Daryl it's gonna become it's gonna become uh the the the, the Konami game uh, not the Konami game yeah. No, no, no! It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be him in a motorcycle tra- delivering packages to all the communities. He's gonna become the mailman.
1: Oh no! Don't. <laughs> so what is Carol?
0: And Carol's gonna be his hes his backup. She's gonna ride shotgun. And they're gonna drive. They're gonna drive to the world, to fear, the Walking Dead, and drop off po- packages to Morgan. Look, then they're that's... gonna show up at Negan's pet house. They're gonna leave him little packages, and they can, so that's gonna be the world. Is it's gonna be the? It's gonna be the. The Daryl delivers packages to people. Get, show. That's what it's gonna be.
1: And and this is gonna be their catchphrase uh, that Carol says to Daryl. See you later, asshole. And then Daryl will say this to Carol. Oh. See you later, asshole. And that's. Basically, how they're going to talk to each other while they pass uh, as they're doing their rounds. Um, yeah, this this episode was not great and did not give me confidence. It was confidence. so,
0: so boring. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I understand that they're both supposed to be going through some crap. And I understand that there's supposed to be some character development. But man, there's only so much I can care about Carol losing her shit about something else. You know, she lost her kid back in season two and we had to deal with like a season of her being mopey about that then we had to deal with she had to realize that those other kids that she kind of sort of semi-adopted one of them was a bad one killing off the others and she ended up having to kill that kid and then we dealt with like two seasons of that and then she we came to Alexandria and she did this thing and she realized she had to kind of be the bad guy so that there was some reality to people and then she kind of did the thing and she just kind of keeps doing the same shtick and she's not Uh, To me, she doesn't feel like we never get enough character development with her that I care enough. You know, sure, she 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 married Ezekiel and they had an adopted son. And then that adopted son lasted a half a season before he got killed. Mm -hmm. So we really didn't get to see her play the mom role for more than an episode or two. And well, we got the de- we got the point of view that she cared about him and we got the point of view that she was like Ezekiel's second second banana. It, it, it wasn't around long enough for me to care.
1: Yeah, this felt like the most inconsequential episode of these extra episodes. Yeah. Outside of it, maybe repairing. It literally,
0: it, it literally felt like this was filmed from extra pieces from other filmings.
1: Yeah, it it felt like they wanted like a round number. So they threw in another Daryl and Carol episode and they did need to repair that relationship between the two if they are going to bring these characters back together. And you feel by the end of the episode, they're getting there, but they're still not like good friends. They kind of just like, yep, yeah, we did it. And essentially the episode boils down to Daryl getting You know, caught with his bike uh, breaking down and then not having his his knife to fix or his uh, utility knife to fix it. He gave it to Carol and Carol's back at Alexandria trying to make soup and try to kill a rat.
0: The thing that killed me is when she she was going to make a soup. And I'm familiar with the story of Stone Soup. Like literally, she tells it, says it in the episode. It's a story that was read to all of us kids when we were in school. Yeah, I can remember being like in first grade and then reading the story of the Stone Soup. And, and, uh, and, I, but I was like, why can't they just have her make the Stone Soup? Why do they have to spell it out for me?
1: <laughs> because, Lou, I don't know the, I don't know the story. They didn't tell me that story in school. So now I know it. I feel like I can. I don't know. I I don't really feel like I've always hated that
0: that story too. But I was like, I was like, well, I again, it, it 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 like it didn't endear me to Carol any more than I already feel about Carol. I was very indifferent to everything, and uh, you know, and and. Again, and then Daryl has to try and fix his bike and all that other stuff, and that was fine. I wasn't like super mad about it, but it just felt like it felt like filler. Yeah, is really what it felt like. It felt like filler. I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of character development. Yeah, he gave her his knife, and then he forgot to give it to her, and then he found another knife, and then at the end of the ep- and then at the end of the episode, he goes, "Yeah, you can keep that." <laughs> yeah, he she can keep that because you found a more badass military issue. He one. found
1: two of them, man.
0: Yeah, I was like I was like, "What? You don't even need that. You can leave one strap to the bike and then you can leave one in your pocket too."
1: Whoa. Um, what did you think about the resurrection of Dead Decision as he was underneath that vehicle and he was yelling at the zombie in the car?
0: I was like, "Uh, make some noise and it'll go to the other side of the car. Kick it with your foot."
1: <laughs> I loved his reaction though.
0: Hey! Stop moving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like yelling at the zombie, which is not it helping. Was the-
0: it was the only thing in the episode that I actually kind of like could focus on. I was like, Oh, he's going to be trapped under the car. Obviously he's going to get out of this, but this is going to be at least one of those awkward moments. They're not going to make me think he's actually in danger. No, they're just going to give me an awkward moment. And I thought it
1: was really well done from that perspective. And his reaction, i I, as a joke is totally in line with how most people react. <laughs> you know, you're just angry yep. at the thing in the car. Stop. You're moving. Um, but just Carol's side of it, I like Carol as a character, but she's just and she's given Jerry a whole a hard time the whole episode and like at the end of the episode they have another interaction and it still doesn't help. Can't you just let people like me suffer in peace?
0: Yeah, caring it's a real problem
1: It's just like Jerry's the best and you're being a dink what are you doing Carol? poor Jerry
0: again, I agree with you and like it just didn't it just it just didn't do anything for me and that's fine i would definitely put this on the lower end of the episodes we've gotten i mean so far i think i've enjoyed most of these new six episodes i'd say that i like this one even less than the last carol daryl episode which i think was the one i liked the least of the last three match
1: yeah i agree with you with that i think we're on the same page in terms of its quality but we have saved the best for last with here's negan which is a entire Negan focused episode, uh, giving, and I wrote this down. I kept track of it. Flashback in a flashback in a flashback in a flashback. So that is how meta this episode was. It, it went for, it was a four, four layer dip of Negan and, uh, kind of jumped around the third and fourth layer a little bit there as he was recalling his story to the, uh, the biker gang. But, uh, As uh, jokes aside, I thought it was really well done and it was, it was really cool to get that backstory. I think of all the characters in The Walking Dead, there's a reason they did a specific backstory comic spinoff for Negan. It's because his rise to, uh, well, Negan was, it's just an interesting, it's interesting to look at. And I think, I think they did a really good job with this episode to kind of fill in the gaps for that character.
0: Yeah, it made him more of a endearing character. You didn't necessarily you saw a guy who was broken, and trying to keep it all together. And while he may not have been the greatest guy in the the pre world, he wasn't the villain that we were we were introduced to. He was just your typical jerk guy. You know what I mean? And he wasn't necessarily a bad person. Uh, but he was put in a bad situation which made him realize, well, if the world's going to go to hell in a handbasket, I might as well be on the, on the other end of the stick. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it portrayed it really well. Um, and to, to kind of, you know, like in the comics, uh, and, and established earlier on in the, in the, in the walking dead, uh, TV show, like he cheated on his wife. So we get that story. Um, she's diagnosed with cancer. You, you see that sort of unfold where he's, and, and I, I really thought the interactions between him and Lucille, uh, his wife felt very well earned and, and very well acted together. I mean, they're real, they're real husband and wife, uh, in real life. And I think that chemistry really works, uh, in, in the show as well. So, and there was a lot of fun moments. Like I didn't expect to, to have funny heartwarming moments between Negan and his wife, um, when they were eating dinner. How's your dinner? It was really good. If I had known that dog food could taste like this, I would have been eating that shit all along. Like the fact that they confirmed they're eating dog food is pretty it's pretty great. I mean, what else are you going to eat, right? I think it's it's it, they dabble with it throughout the throughout the franchise, but this is the first time I felt like they've been like it's actually not that bad, you know? Especially by candlelight, right?
0: I, I can't I can't the, the, even the smell of dog food makes me want to throw up, so I can't even yeah, you're, you're
1: absolutely right. By no means am I encouraging anyone to go eat dog food. Um Yeah. No. yeah. But I just, I, I really like the story with this one. I mean, you get you get the backstory of Negan before the apocalypse even started and why he lost his job and that he was, uh, he got in a fight. Like he, you heard it in the intro clip to the segment that he saw red and he ended up, you know, almost putting this guy in the hospital.
0: He almost put the guy in the hospital, but it almost sounded like the other guy started the fight.
1: You know what I mean? It it was, and I and I think where what it came down to is that he just got a he got dealt a shit hand. He lost his he lost his temper after he was provoked. He beat this guy up, but he was well enough to get him fired from his job because his kids went to the school. So he kicked up a fuss there, and then he sued Negan and ended up having to pay for all his medical bills, which kind of make you know makes sense. I mean, yeah, you you consume, you win, you get your medical bills paid. I think like the, all that made sense, and it it just really seemed like Negan they're they're setting him up. He was he was a good guy. Like it shows that he's capable. He was capable of being a good person.
0: You know, he was cheating on his wife, but as soon as he found out she had cancer, it was like, no, I can't be I can't be that dickhead guy. I have to be a better person. Yeah, and,
1: oh yeah, he was cheating on his wife, which is a very bad thing. That that's well, bad for and sure. and
0: not only that, but wasn't he cheating if I understood correctly? Wasn't he cheating on his wife with the same lady that she was having a conversation with earlier in the episode? Yeah,
1: it was like her high school friend or something.
0: Yeah, it. and I was like I was like, "Wow." Okay. So, she's telling you that your husband's kind of a uh, a a a dirtbag and a childish immature jerk. But in the meantime, she's sleeping with him. Okay, great.
1: Yeah, great friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's uh, there's some interesting stuff there where um, she, she died. In the comics, she dies before the apocalypse. Um, and we get the hint that that may have been the case earlier in The Walking Dead. But this shows that Lucille lived uh, into the apocalypse and was very much surviving through it. He was actually administering chemo to her
0: yeah we but we also get the distinct impression that it wasn't this was not that far into the apocalypse.
1: Yeah, I think if the numbers it was like 6 months in but
0: if that if that because he was saying that he had to get her treatments and she had to have her treatments every couple of weeks and it sounded like the world had just started to fall apart and that they were only a couple months in. Because It was like those treatments were like every three weeks or every two weeks. And he had five treatments to begin with. Yeah.
1: I I got the sense that um, as the apocalypse was starting, the doctor was basically like, here's what she needs to finish her chemo. Here's how you do it. Here's the temperature. And I think they did a really good job at sort of portraying the care that Negan was giving to his wife by administering the chemo and just what he had to go through to try to get more of that, uh, of that medicine and ended up having to stay out longer than he expected. And when he got back with the medicine, gosh, that was a really, that was really tough. Like, I mean, they, they pretty much outlined that Lucille had killed herself, right? Yep. Yeah. Which was,
0: uh, she had taken a bunch of pills and put a bag over her head.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. By that logic. Yeah. It was definitely, it, it was just really tough. That was tough. That was really tough to see.
0: It it was tough to see, but I saw it coming because she quite clearly made it like, you're trying so hard to keep me alive, but even if I get these two treatments, I'm probably still going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. Just let me go in peace and try and stay alive and do something with yourself. You know what I mean? I got that that was the vibe she wanted for him, and I don't think she wanted him to become the villain that he became.
1: Yeah, and, and and I think he did. In I think that transformation to Negan, like in such a sh- short amount of time, but but set up in a way that made sense. Like he goes back to the bikers that had held him hostage because he made him give up uh, the the mobile doctors, and he ends up saving them. He he kills the guy. Now the camera sort of lingered on one of the the. I don't think it, they talked about the doctor's daughter. But that wasn't the lady that was that had hit him with the bat. That hit Negan with the bat. At yes, the it pants. is. Is it okay? Now is that is that one of the saviors? Because it looks yes. an awful. Okay, so it was the the girl yes. who died. Uh,
0: she's in. I, I, you and I had the same reaction. I immediately went to IMDb. She is in twenty something episodes of Regular Walking Dead, but I barely remember her character. I think she was just one of the saviors in the background.
1: She looks well. See, that's the thing is I didn't look it up. You went a step further. But it looked like one of the saviors that was kind of front and center and that had made it onto the council in Alexandria. Yes. And then she died in the season finale. Well, the first season finale.
0: Yeah. Uh, her character was definitely like only around for like 20 episodes and then died. Yeah. And I like the
1: idea of Negan, like going back to the tree, you see the the tree where Rick had slit his throat and you see the stained glass window and he's digging for Lucille and there was that clip that they played as a flashback of uh, uh, Michonne being like, we left it out there. You, you're you not getting it because you're here and we're not going to get it for you. It's a bat that killed our friends. It's staying yep. there. And he has to dig for it. And it makes sense within like it being there, left there for eight plus years, that it would be overgrown and, and possibly, you know, buried to a certain extent. And he uses it once and it cracks. And then he has this moment in his cabin where he just comes to terms with what's going on. And he says, like, he burns it, he burns it and we're going to fight. And I don't know how I feel about him. I- I'm glad he returned to Alexandria. I don't know how I feel about everyone being like, well, especially Carol, like, what are you doing back here? Well, if you're back here and you die, it's not on my conscience because I gave you an out and you didn't take it. Yeah, I'd almost like to see him, you know, again, I don't know how they... I'm looking forward to seeing how they
0: I, I sort told it you out. pre-show, my mm-hmm. theory is we're going to start the season with Maggie and Maggie trying to turn the council against Negan and trying to get him tossed out or thrown back in jail. And I think the fact that Negan helped them against the Whisperers and killed Alpha and Maggie didn't show up till the end. I think it's going to give Negan some sway with the council and they're going to tell Maggie, yeah, no, he did bad things. But how long do we punish a man, especially a man that helped us? And I think Maggie's going to borderline start to get evil. And then I think we're going to be introduced to our villain. It's either going to be the Commonwealth or it's going to be this, this other group that was chasing Maggie from her other thing. And I think what's going to end up happening is her son is going to be in danger and Negan is going to step in and kill a bunch of people and rescue her kid. And then she's going to have to just let Negan be.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I
0: don't, and I don't think they're going to ever be friends, but I think they're going to end up finding common ground because I think if the show makes the, makes the, 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 if the show makes it Maggie versus Negan and, 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 whatnot i i think it's gonna drive more people away because i think more people like negan than they like maggie i've never particularly been a huge fan of maggie's character she's fine and she does stuff but she's never been something that draws me to the show negan draws me to the show
1: yeah i i I think i just i would have liked to see more of a you know when like everyone's kind of walking on eggshells around maggie when it comes to negan and i get it 100 percent
0: and they but they can't do a whole season of that.
1: No, and I hope they don't and I hope we get a resolution pretty quickly. Not that I need to see Maggie kill Negan or Negan kill Maggie. I think Negan when he returns to the to Alexandria, he is kind of there's a little bit of smugness to it, but I I I'm, I'm still holding out hope that he's just like, "No, I'm going to come back and I'm going to make this work and I'm going to show her that I'm a part of this community. I'm still living with with my actions and I regret them." Uh, but yeah it's tough i I don't know how it's gonna resolve and i and I hope it i hope it i hope it i hope it goes in a direction that's fun and not like just them at each other's throats. i
0: want I want it to go in a direction where, yeah, sure, we're gonna get drama for an episode or two, but within three episodes, I want this resolved. if they drag this out through the whole season of season eleven, I have a feeling we're in for a rough ride,
1: yeah well um we are running late but we did want to touch on fear the walking dead which did return because there was a major moment that we're going to talk about and probably stick to that moment but it was a really good episode now you can't go back morgan you had no right It was not your choice to make just like it wasn't yours to chase me down that road when i have my busted leg but you did it all the same
0: and i'm alive right now because you did Shit, John. Hate me if you like, but I'll be damned if I'm gonna stand by and let my best friend try and kill himself.
1: Right, Lou. So, this episode.
0: Am I wrong to want to now see Garrett Hunt star in a couple cowboy movies?
1: No he he's a great cowboy don't get me wrong i yeah that would be amazing i'm I'm for that
0: yeah let's uh, let's see him play Wyatt Earp or something come on come <laughs> on hollywood hollywood
1: i think it's a good fit um so you know we normally don't double up uh we usually wait but i think this episode has uh a moment that all of us did not see coming and of course spoilers folks this is pretty fresh um but this is the episode where uh john dory's not doing so well And just when he starts to take a turn towards, maybe I don't kill myself, uh, he gets shot and killed. Um, And even then, you don't think he's dead. You think, oh, maybe there's a chance. Uh, But no, yeah, he is dead. They kind of play with your heart a little bit.
0: It confirmed my theory. I had a funny feeling that Dakota might have been the one who killed that guy, but I wasn't sure if the show was going to go in that direction or not.
1: Man, I did not see that coming at all. I'm terrible at this.
0: Well, it was one of my theories. I figured it might have been her or it might have been somebody else that was involved with her, and that was why she was covering it up so bad. I definitely didn't think Virginia did it herself. I hmm. thought maybe she might have given the order to do something and she needed a scapegoat, and that was why we had the other chick killed. But it was one of my it was it wasn't like something I was like, "Oh, man, it's definitely this." It was one of those things where I was like, "It could be. It could be." and then when and when i realized what that she had i was like oh this only ends with john dying
1: mm-hmm. yeah cuz she knew john well she already knew john wasn't going to let it go right yeah cuz Cause it, cause it had been bugging him so and i think um i have not watched uh, we talked pre show there is a new episode of fear the walking dead that we're not going to cover tonight but it obviously deals with the consequences of what happened in this episode Um, but the episode kind of starts off, you, you know, John Dory, he took a, he took a left instead of a right. He went back to his cabin. He's living in, you know, uh, solitude and he's basically preparing to kill himself.
0: He's he's preparing to kill himself and he's trying not to kill anybody anymore.
1: Yeah. He's trying. He he
0: doesn't, he doesn't want to do that. They keep making reference to his father was a sheriff and his father made a bad choice for the right, did a bad thing for the right reasons and he's sort of torn that he may have done the 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 right thing for the wrong reasons again like his father did and he feels like he's going down that same rabbit hole and it's really interesting to see his character in there i wanted to see a redemption arc i really didn't want to see him die um i felt like him going out the way he did was really sad hmm. for a really interesting character uh we won't touch base on the next episode but um I will say this: uh, they need to make they need to make some some new some du- direct changes going forward with the rest of the season. Um, if they do not go in a certain direction, I can definitely feel like the numbers of this show are going to drop fast.
1: Yeah, and and this was uh, so if you look at interviews, um, I read one interview where uh, the actor who plays John Dory, he basically said look, I'm young. Um, I want to do other things. And I think when you have The Walking Dead, there's two classes of there's two types of actors. There's the actor who wants to stick with it because they're enjoying it so much and they love the work and they just want to keep coming back. You have like, you you know, the actor who plays Eugene, the actor who plays Morgan. They just want to keep coming back and keep being a part of Walking Dead. And then you have the other side of it where they enjoy their time with The Walking Dead, but they want to do other things. And they know if they're a popular character, AMC is going to keep them around as long as possible. And those characters, like Rick, the uh, you know, the actor that played Rick, the actor that plays John Dory here, he said he wanted to go do other things. The, the actor who plays Nick wanted to go do other things. And the guy who's going to be an avatar, same thing, <laughs> you know, he just get randomly shot out of a helicopter there's a lot of that going around and it is disappointing when you kind of pull the rip cord on a character but i feel like there there was one of two options here he was either going to redeem himself and come back to the fold and be like yeah let's take on virginia but he was clearly done you know he was clearly done with this world and it's not it's not by any means a happy thing and he just starts to pull up at the end and realize like oh maybe there's something here and he's He's on that i didn't realize it at the time but on that bridge he was essentially begging for his life and uh dakota did not let him leave with it and that was no
0: and i have to say i was really impressed with the squib they used with him because when she pulls that trigger you watch a huge chunk blast out of his chest up in his uh, up near his heart and when you see that you go oh jesus
1: yeah you feel it and he he goes into the river and there's a moment in the river where he's kind of reacting and he decides, no, it's not time yet. And he surfaces. He gets on a door, which I thought was kind of funny, because um, the whole episode is about him trying to find a door. So when he commits suicide, the dead don't get him.
0: I believe it's the same door.
1: It's same door. The episode is called The Door. Uh, I'm pretty sure the door is played at some. No, I don't actually think the door is no, played.
0: Uh, no, but the, it, it, I think it was the door that was attached to the front of that truck thing that they were driving.
1: Yeah, because he kind of bounced off of it after falling in. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he and I'm really glad they took care of this all in the same episode, because when he goes in the water and he decides to know I'm going to live again, he knows his cabins downriver. He he knows Morgan just told Virginia to bring June to the cabin because that's where they were going to meet. And he gets on that. and He goes downriver and basically Morgan radios ahead like, look, John Dory's hurt. He's coming downriver. Get him, save him. And a part of me was like, oh, man, there could be this miraculous save nope. but no no and that was such a bummer Ugh. i was so so disappointed but i think my
0: I-, I was disappointed and when i had heard that this was gonna happen in this episode like i seen a spoiler unintentionally just before i saw the episode so i kind of knew it was coming and i was really am- annoyed when i read the spoiler and when i watched the episode i was annoyed but I wasn't as upset about it. And uh, having seen the next episode, I- I'm less annoyed, but I really need the show to take. I need this show to not go down the regular Walking Dead direction, and I'm worried that's where they're going. This has always been the sh- this has always been the show that's a little different than regular Walking Dead. It's always been the show that's a little does things just different enough that you go, Oh, that was interesting or even if you didn't like what was going on it went in a direction that made you go oh damn or it made you think and the fact that that they killed this character off and everything seems to be pointed in a specific direction makes me worried we're going to get um we're going to get walking regular walking dead with this season and i hope that that's not the case
1: yeah well um yeah John Dory is uh, the character is no longer but uh, which means we're not going to get moments I, I captured two moments from the show that really felt like there was some solid interactions between Morgan and John and we're not going to get those anymore so I've got these two clip two quick clips Sorry John Sorry What do you got to be sorry for You're the one that got dragged through the woods by your neck yeah, I've been racking up a whole lot of miles lately <laughs> Oh, it was such a good one. And uh, I think this one is after they, they clear the bridge. God, yeah. That is some ugly mustard. Huh? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, it pains me so that they killed him off, but at least we have this. That is some ugly mustard. That is some ugly mustard. So we can always play that whenever we want. Um, Yeah, Lou, I... Again, normally we don't uh, we don't jump the queue and, and bring in a quick episode, but this was a big one, and
0: we needed to talk about this.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna really miss him on this show, and I I can't even remember the last character that I felt so strongly about that they took away.
0: They need Dwight to kind of start to fill in that that spot.
1: Ugh, man, I don't think he can. I no, ugh, he's okay. Dwight's okay,
0: but John John Dory like. Ugh, this show needs a character that's going to be lighthearted like John, and if we don't get that, we're going to end up back with regular Walking Dead, and I don't think that this show can survive that.
1: Yeah, there's nobody, there's nobody in the cast of characters that can kind of fill that role outside of maybe June, because she does have that, that, that softer, uh, more comedic. She's, he ha- she has her moments, and obviously she's. She was the wife of John Dory and I think, you know, that, that really worked together because they were similar and, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, when I, when I, when you told me what happened, you, well, in discord, people were saying some shitty things happened. I looked it up and I was like, oh, that is really shitty. And then I watched it and I was like, oh man, that's really disappointing. And then when I read the articles that basically he wanted to move on, the actor wanted to move on, I was like, I can respect that. You know, so it, it's less disappointing because I'd rather have him leave the show than continue to play an awesome character and not wanting to, you know, so
0: yeah, there's a and I mean, this sh- I mean, this show has been um, renewed for another season, but something leads me to believe that this is going to be I, I have a funny feeling this show is going to go in a very similar direction to um, to regular Walking Dead, whereas I think regular Walking Dead is going to end next season. I really wouldn't be surprised if we hear that this show is ending next season too.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I don't,
0: I don't, uh, this show is going on seven seasons with its next season. I, I don't see this show lasting beyond eight. Yeah. And that's that's not a bad thing. I think, I think we're going to get beyond ends. And I think beyond is going to tie into regular walking deads ending or the Rick movies. And, um, I think that this show is going to come to an end. And my theory is, is I think the spinoff shows that they're talking about, which are going to be one was uh, this three rumored and one is supposed to be like little snippets of the, po- the post-apocalyptic world introducing char- a new cast of characters. And I see that basically as them trying to sign, set up a pilot for a new show. Yeah. They're going to do a whole season of introduction of characters and then decide if they're going to pilot a new show with it. And this talk that Negan's going to get his own spinoff where Negan goes somewhere and does something else, and that could be interesting. Um, and then we're, there's talk of the Carol and and Daryl show, and I think that I think those shows make more sense if at the end of this show we have a new community, and at the end of Fear the Walking Dead we have another community on the other side of the world, and then Daryl and Carol show has something to do with traveling between those so that we're not going to lose these characters. They'll make cameos every season. Uh,
1: That sounds great. You, you go back to working for AMC anytime now. So that, that sounds pretty good. I wish. I
0: wish. I think I could write better than these guys do.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, um, yeah, coming up on Zamp, we will have more fear, the walking dead near the end of may. There are only 13 episodes in this season, so we'll be able to catch up in, in just a month. Um, we'll go over those. You may be wondering, well, what are you going to do in two weeks? Well, we're going to do a movie. So uh, we don't know what that movie will be, but we will definitely announce it on Twitter, Facebook, and our Discord once we've sorted that out. So just stay tuned for that. But that is our yep. May planned.
0: Yeah, well, uh, my, my plan is to give Ryan a selection of about three movies, and I want to make sure that they're easily accessible so that anybody that wants to c- catch these movies either has to pay a very minimal fee to rent it somewhere or it's free on some streaming service somewhere. So that's my hope.
1: Exactly. Sounds great. Uh, Before we exit, we got an email from Gabe. Uh, Hello, I'm Gabe. I am a huge fan of your show, and I just wanted to congratulate you on making it so far. As a newer fan of Zombies, I'm nowhere near caught up. A a few episodes after the Romero is in Toronto, uh, no Chicago episode. You're just so funny, and you guys make my day. Thanks for all the laughs and entertainment. Keep up the good work. P.S. I have a game you should try. It's a very stylized zombie game called Deadlight Director's Cut. The Director's Cut version I uh, think has a better story. P.S.S. If you cancel the show, I will hunt you down with my fire extinguisher nunchucks. Um, Gabe, no worries. We we don't plan on canceling anytime soon.
0: I think we did talk about Dead Deadlight in an episode at least briefly, way 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 back when.
1: Yeah, it it came out. It was like an Xbox. Arcade it was an game. Xbox,
0: it was an Xbox 360 arcade game.
1: Yeah, wow, um, <laughs>
0: that
1: was a while ago. Uh, yeah,
0: I, 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 I don't think we ever did like a whole episode focused on it, but I think we've brought it up. I think we brought it up in the early days. Yeah,
1: I liked it. I remember really liking it. Um,
0: I, I I liked I liked it to a point um when I realized what was going on in the game or the subtle hint of what was going on in the game. I kind of lost interest and never finished it, but uh, uh the, early, the the first beginning first couple hours of the game was fun
1: yeah made by tequila works uh which is a, a developer that you may have played other games by i i really recognize it but maybe maybe i'm wrong it seems they only have deadlight at least on steam but yeah deadlight's a great game definitely um check it out add it to your steam wish list and pick it up next time it's on sale. yeah you can
0: get it really cheap I, i've seen it for like 99 cents and two bucks yeah it's it's an older game so definitely
1: all right well, thank you so much, Gabe, for writing in. You can do the same by going to uh, emailing us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can also join our Discord, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. Remember, head in there. There might be some fun community stuff being planned for a certain movie coming out in May on Netflix. I, that's all I'll say. Uh, Patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. That is the best place to support the show. All of your funds go right back into the show to make it way way better and uh sometimes make zombies talk you never know uh you can find more of our episodes zombiesatemypodcast.com follow us on twitter like us on facebook and while you're on twitter you can follow me at r murphy and lou at busy Zombie lord quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork you can find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com lou before we exit a final word of wisdom from yours truly
0: man i want to see me can get a new weapon
1: yeah what uh Fire extinguisher nunchucks, right?
0: If if that happens, then we know they listen.